Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to My Bit Wrist Journey on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by one half of Act 2, Sweet Prince, Benjamin Harland. How are you doing, Stephen and Benjamin? Hello, I'm doing good now, my internet works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's uh, f- fun technical issues that people won't hear. But yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'll say, I'm, as always, this time of year, I'm full of hay fever. And if you hear <laughs> oh, noise in the background, Logan's in with me again. So, and yeah, I've got a few comments why I kept doing that. My dog's here. He comes as a wave of strokes. I mean, really, really good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll try and cut out any sniffs, but just, yeah, nothing, nothing's touches me. Oh, when, okay. so when, when the flying ants come out, I, can't, I can take as many hay people as I can. <laughs> and nothing touches it. But yeah. <laughs> All right, so, how, how's your 2022 been? Uh, Return to the ring wise? Um, mental, to be honest. <laughs> um, pretty much since since like coming back in the middle of last year, things picked up way quicker and way more than yeah, I think well, I ever been, expected them to. Yeah, since Pit Rest came back now. Yeah. Um, for myself, it was the twenty third of July. Mm-hmm. So we're approaching on as of time of recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, an exact year. Um, and honestly, it's it's been crazy, as cliche as it sounds. Like, mm. I've been able to do so much stuff that I thought would come years later down the line this early, mm. if anything, because um, I was only around for at one full calendar year, actually, on the yeah. scene before lockdown <laughs> happened. So sort of closing in on my second, and it's been incredible, honestly. Yeah, you seem to be every, everywhere. I was like, from like sacrifice and future down south up to I've seen you around Manchester and Preston and just everywhere. I'm it's here. um, it's because I live in Stoke. Any excuse yeah. to get out? <laughs> is, <laughs> no, no, we're quite we're quite lucky to um, me and Jack. We're quite lucky to sort of have pockets of people in different areas and things like that. So, um, we always sort of feel welcome wherever we end up. Definitely. Uh somebody um Sash of Money Mountain um constantly causes the bad smell of British wrestling because you can never <laughs> escape it. So <laughs> Well we'll always be somewhere. You'll you'll find us sitting in the middle of nowhere or somewhere like we'll be in London, we'll be in it's it's just yeah. Travelling Carnival of Two is yes. uh, <laughs> is is us. If you go back to like the um, lockdown, were there any matches or storylines in 2020 you're particularly looking forward to that couldn't happen for any reason? Um, we had um, a couple of things lined up. Um, there was a little run of singles matches that I was mm. going to go on um, because myself and Jack sort of in an infancy as a team. Yeah. We were a trio at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was still very much like we weren't established or anything like that. So we'd go around and just sort of see what people needed, mm-hmm. essentially. But there was a, there was a um, run of a few singles matches that I was really looking forward to. I was supposed to have one with Tyler Owens. Oh wow! Um, of of Next Level, who unbelievably, considering how long I've known him, I've never actually wrestled in a singles match. Mm-hmm. We had a ladder match together. Um, like a multi-man ladder match, but it's the only time we've really wrestled each other. So um, it was scheduled for, um, we're going to have a show. It'd be my very first main event. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. And I'd get to wrestle Tyler Owens. We were very excited about it. And then, you know, all all unravels. Um, Between that and um, there was initial plans for us to go to Pressing For You in Stoke Mm. as well. Um, which have come to fruition now, yeah. but they were sort of in the stage of we were, we were going to debut there in 2020, and um, that fell through as well. But otherwise, um, 
to be honest, lots, um, most of what's going on now, especially came after lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like it came after sort of showing my face again and, you know, being able to get around and, you know, ring crew and do just any odd job that's needed. Yeah. Um, which absolutely works in my benefit 100%. So. Yeah, I've, I've just, at the age of 40, I've just started training. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I heard, you, I heard you mentioning uh, when I listened to yours with Jack NV, I heard yeah. you mentioning like about your first bumps and stuff. So, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, initially, I went just to support my son because he started. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but bumping in a ring is, is lot, I find a lot easier than bumping on mats because the mat, I don't, I don't know if it's just the mats they had were hard, but I think it's easier to bump in a ring. Oh. So, okay, you're definitely the first person I've heard say that. So. <laughs> it was more fun like things like doing roles because I was like, I've been doing roles since I was 10, so it's like 30 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I've See, ever I done was, a I was... Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the least athletic people in the world when I started. Mm. I was like, you know, I hadn't done anything since PE in school. And even then it was like, I was in the others group, yeah. <laughs> you know, the one where they're like, oh, we'll, we'll have, we'll have all the like football people yeah, in the group as well. He, 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 used, to then, sit, he used to sit on the hot, the, sit on the hill everyone. and watch everybody else. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was very much me when I was in school. So. Mm. Uh, when I started, it was sort of a complete 180 in physical activity, but... Mm. Yeah, right. yeah, it was pretty, yeah, I've only really started trying to get into the shape for four months, so it was a bit... So I'd only, I was only about six weeks in when I started training. So, oh, the, okay. fit, oh, wow, okay. fit, the fitness level of this is just insane, just like... Yeah, but, but since then, I've, well, this, the last four months I've lost stone. I've, Oh, nice. I bought okay. Some, I, I, I bought some Target jeans in February, and they they fit this week. So, <laughs> so like, oh, cool. Oh, okay. Nice. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I wore them yesterday. I was like, yes. They look a bit baggy on me. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I was getting gutted because all my all my wrestling t-shirts are in like extra large, and they're all huge on me. Now, so I'm just like, but I don't want to like buy loads of new clothes. <laughs> so, I'm at a, You're gonna have to cut them off for training. Yeah. Me and Jack, if there's a shirt that won't fit us, sleeves immediately off. <laughs> Gives them a new life. Means you can wear them yes. way more. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm guessing lockdown gave your body a, you know, you a chance to give your body a rest and then evaluate what kind of went well and what didn't go well in that first year. So did you make any tweaks to your character or to your moveset once you returned? Or? Um, absolutely. I'd honestly, I'd say I'm a different wrestler now yeah. than I was then. Like it, entirely, as far as even like motives and the way I approach matches and shows and training and things like that. I, I've been super lucky to be able to work with so many people with so much knowledge. Mm. Like I will constantly be, you know, chatting or in the vicinity of, um, guys like Dean Ormark. Like mm. if I can ever if I can ever sort of overhear Dean Ormark giving feedback, you'll you'll find me like <laughs> loitering in the corner, like just, you know, <laughs> taking mental notes and things like that. But um yeah, to be fair, it was uh it was a shock to my body actually, like waking up in lockdown and being like, oh, you'll you feel fine. What is this about? <laughs> but um getting back to it absolutely I've been able to be exposed to so many more people and learn so much more mm. in the past year than I think I had at any point previously um been able to work with Diamond Dave Andrews a lot mm-hmm. um who's like quite a respected name around like rightfully so as well like an absolute legend of a person which you'll hate me saying but it's true <laughs> yeah um, and honestly, he completely changed the way I approach matches and myself as a wrestler. Cause he sort of taught me that I can wrestle the way I want to wrestle, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, Cal Kingsley is another big one for that Where you know, bit of chatting with him and spending more time with him. I was able to, you know, really get my mind set on, you know, what? I need to wrestle my style and not try to mold into you know, other people because that's the thing people are after these days and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And like, I don't think 
I'm particularly completely left field from um, that at all, especially being in a tag team as well. Like, I don't think I'm some like crazy, unbelievable style that won't mold into anything else. But mm-hmm. being able to talk to those kind of guys and step back and be like, OK, what do I want to be rather than trying to be other people? Definitely. So I think that's probably the biggest change that's happened. And to be, it definitely hasn't failed me yet. So I'm, I'm very happy about it. Yeah, because I think the first time I saw you was when I was doing research for the David Grant interview I did. I found the second anniversary future rumble. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> first, the first of unbelievably twice where we've come out in a rumble as a team. Yes, um, <laughs> those three of you came out. Yes. My, 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 my six, oh seven now, because my seven year old. He calls it the underpants rumble because Jack goes got stripped down to his underpants. What I mean, you make memories anywhere you can, right? I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, yeah, so that was our that was our last time as a trio, actually. Yeah, we, we oh. were we were AWOL and um, Andre Delano doesn't wrestle anymore. Um, kind of stopped over lockdown. Just oh. uh, I guess wasn't it wasn't for him, you know. That, that happens sometimes. Um, you know, like deciding factors meant that you know, me and Jack came back and continued as just a tag. But yeah, that that future that future day was a lot of fun. We had um, another show that day as well, and it was yeah. our that was our official future debut. Oh, um, which yeah. was a last like the last show before um, lockdown. Mm-hmm. So we'd been going since 2019, like May of 2019, I think. Um, and just sort of doing everything we could. Like, we'd go down, we'd build the ring, we'd have, like, we'd be the people on music, we'd be the referee, we'd be, mm-hmm. you know, we'd, um, there was a weekend at one point when myself and Jack had done sort of every job in wrestling except wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, because, you know, we went down and just tried to help in any way we could. Um, and it was sort of to work towards being able to be on the roster proper. And it was like, okay, this is, this is the day you're going to debut here. Um, and we're like, okay, brilliant. Um, but we had a show earlier in the day, and it was um, a very small show. There was about 15 people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the company had bought over a bunch of wrestlers from Germany. Oh, wow. Which meant um, it was it was sort of one of those more more people in the back than in, mm-hmm. the, in the crowd. But, you know, that happens. It's, it's cool. Um, they're shows you can tell stories about. Um, yeah, so, so we do, the, we do one that. Of the best we shows I ever went to only had about fifteen people. It was, it was just yeah, fabulous. We show. had a conversation. Oh, we we had a conversation about this, right? Because yeah. I was also one of the fifteen people. <laughs> yeah. Because I heard you, I heard you mention um, Cam Solis and Drill doing a destroyer on potatoes, <laughs> and I was like, like oh my god, I was there for that. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so we travelled down in Agia, got there as the doors opened, really chaotic, stressful, crazy, 20 people in this rumble, everything happening, but we went out and uh, I think we got the reaction we needed for Future mm-hmm. to be like, okay, you guys are on board now, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's when you came, you came out with those little water pistols and stuff, yeah, I'm trying to remember. It was, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As water pistols, Jack had a singlet, it was a, uh, it was a... Uh, <laughs> It was a whole deal, honestly. <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's Jack Envy, and you're listening to Brit Rest Journey. Right, so this gave, gives you age away. So, who's your favourite wrestler growing up? Um, my favourite wrestler growing up was Edge. Oh yes, Edge was my favourite wrestler growing up. Yeah, um, it varied sometimes. Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, Triple mm. H. Um, but as far as like concrete. Favorite wrestler, he's still my favorite wrestler of all time. I'd say it's it's got to be Edge. Um, Eddie Guerrero is up there. Is, I mean, wearing the shirt. Eddie Guerrero is up there now. Um, I was very. Um, I started watching wrestling in two thousand and five. Mm. So I was only five though. So my yeah. memories <laughs> of that is is very um, spotty. But um, yeah, the two thousand and five Royal Rumble was the first match I ever watched. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and the first wrestler to come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, Batista. Batista, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Batista, yeah. yeah. The the very first wrestler to come out on that show, and the first wrestler I ever saw um, was Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, which is a fantastic start for anybody. 
Definitely. Um, <laughs> to be to be honest, um, he comes out with the car and you know he's got like, the cool flame tights and the boots and he's coming and he's doing the shimmy and everything. I'm just <laughs> hooked from there straight away. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, there, there was a time where I think them four were my favorite wrestlers as well. When there was, it was like DX 2.0 versus Invaded RKO, that little feud. Yes, Raider oh, RKO were incredible. Mm. I always, I always wanted to know the story of why they came out with one belt though, because they were world tag team champions, <clears> and <throat> then for about a three week stretch, they only had one Ooh. title. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever found out why that is, <laughs> but <laughs> I was always intrigued by it as a kid. I was like, aren't they supposed to have two of those? <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I'll have to look into yeah, that. Yeah, right <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what um, prompted you to do on the tights to get in the ring yourself? Um, it was sort of, as as a kid, you know, I'm sure people hear many kids, like, oh, I want to be a wrestler. Yeah. Um, so my, my parents were like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know just, just, yeah, okay, okay. Um, I had a conversation with, um, my mum a few years ago where she was like, to be honest, we thought it was just a few, like, we, we thought, you know, kids, kids go through all these phases and like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd watch wrestling sometimes and you'd get some of the toys and then you'd move on to something else, but I, I never moved on. Um, no. <laughs> so it was always something that, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it eventually. I was like, I'm sure I'll just, you know, because especially in those times, you sort of had to magic yourself to America mm-hmm. in order to wrestle. <laughs> That's sort of what what was in my head anyway. I was like, okay, I'll figure out some way to get to America, and then I'll be a wrestler, and that's how that works, right? Um, but I'd um, left school, um, I'd got a job, and I was just sort of coasting along, to be honest. Um, not to dampen the mood or anything like that, but not really much going for me at the time. And, you know, and um, I saw a flyer for the Barracks Wrestling School in a window and um, I was prompted. It was like, no, you need you need to do it. Yeah. And I was like, and I was sort of making excuses for myself. I was like, I was like, oh, but I'm not, I'm not athletic. I don't have any cardio. I'm, you know, I'm really small. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I don't want to go. Like, I'll go eventually. And I was sort of trying to put it off in mm-hmm. my own head. And it's like, no, you have to go. You have to go. It's like, ring him, ring him. I was like, how about I send him a message? That was my compromise. Yes. <laughs> I was like, because if I was on the phone, I'd have to agree straight away. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to do that. So I was like, okay, I'll send a message. And uh, Chris Birchall got back to me straight away. And uh, the next week I turned up and was absolutely terrified. Um, and sort of went from there. So it was, it was always something I'd had full intention to do. Um, it happened at a time where I didn't think it would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I think that was for the best. It really pushed me out of my comfort zone massively. Was it a fun first session or did you get blown up in your first session? <laughs> um, my first session was really fun. And then we went the next week and they had a different trainer. <laughs> they just blew oh, up. Yeah, okay. I was sore for a week. <laughs> it was, um, oh, no, it was, it was a blast. Absolutely. Mm. I think I was so focused on not looking silly. Mm-hmm. Which I definitely wouldn't recommend, by the way. You're going to look silly at tons of points of wrestling, like, but because um, I was I was completely new to it, I was like, okay, I just want to, you know, I want to sort of prove to the people here and to myself that I'm going to stay. Because mm-hmm. um, I definitely like, um, I spoke to a couple of people afterwards, and they're like, oh, you're coming back next week, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, and you could see on their face that they didn't believe me. Yeah. Like at the time, I was sort of half the size I am now, and I'm not exactly the biggest person in the world. So, you know, I had um, pink hair as well, which didn't hasn't done my hairline much good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wearing a hat, but um, yeah, I had I had like pink hair, complete baby face, um, and I came in and was really nervous, lanky guy, and they were like, yeah, whatever. Like we see people and go all the time, mm. but then I just kept showing up. And, you know, I always credit, um, I won't mention him by name, but I always credit there was another trainee who started the same week as me. Um, and we both got locked outside. Um, and because we were just, he like made small talk with me. And I always credit him as being the reason I went in and actually started. Oh, wow. Because if he wasn't nice to me at the gate and he didn't make that small talk and that interaction was awkward, I probably would have left and never gone back. Oh, <laughs> so I yeah, it's it's a big it's a big credit to him 
um, mm. and sort of the other guys at the barracks for the, at the time for making me feel so welcome. Um, and it sort of blossomed into this. Oh, lovely. Yeah, talk, talk about, yeah, you you will be, you will look silly at wrestling training. Oh, Apparently oh, oh, we weren't being loud enough. So when we were doing strikes, we had to do, a, they were telling us which animal we had to make noises of. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like I always, I always used to be insistent. I was, it, it was always said, it was always, um, if you can do it in front of your mates, you could do it in front of a crowd, right? That's how, that's how it was always presented to me. And for the longest time, I was like, no, that's absolutely not true. I feel way sillier doing it in front of six people I know than like yeah. six <laughs> that I don't. But, um, I think that, that at least didn't come for me until I started working shows. And now like, um, from a training, there's new people there and they're really quiet i'm the annoying one going no you gotta make noise come on yes. you gotta be loud let's get, bring it out of you you know so <laughs> full circle moment where you become the person that annoyed you yeah years ago <laughs> yeah, i was like now now you have to make it be a cow so it's going moo <laughs> you're a sheep and you're a pig and no you're that's a really good way of doing it actually yeah <laughs> So it's a really good way of doing it, actually. That's, uh, it's smart. Yeah, yeah, that's all giggling. Yeah, and if you're taking the punch, you're you're a cat. <laughs> it's like, it's, Brilliant. <laughs> so you mentioned you're going to get in the ring one day, and that's just going to come up. That's just going to happen. He's mm -hmm. going to stop meowing, and I thought, what is going on? This this that, this guy like. <laughs> I could be part of the gimmick. I would just somehow <laughs> animal noises when I get punched. <laughs> so, so you mentioned you. We're trying to mold your style around certain wrestlers when you you started wrestling. So was it like Edge and was he like the major person you're trying to? Um, to be honest, and I'm sure his influence um is still like noticeable today. Sami Zayn Ooh. is probably the guy I sort of looked to and was like, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't very unique at all. Um, but and to be honest, I feel like personally that every wrestler is just an amalgamation of all their favorites yes because you you in in reality as you know as as i suppose unserious as it sounds we're all pretending to be the guys we saw on tv who made us fans and mm -hmm. you know but we're just doing it in our own way so um sammy zane was a big one for me to a point where like that was sort of just my moves for a bit and it was like, yeah. okay, I can't really do this. And um, Chris Canyon as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a huge influence for my style. And like, I saw him and I'd watch him and I'd be like, that's the kind of style I, I want to wrestle. Mm. Um, but I'd like to think that their influence is still big and noticeable on me. Um, definitely guys like Edge, uh, Randy Orton. I'm a huge fan of The Miz. Yes. <laughs> um, I think the Miz is incredible. Um, so some of sort of the mannerisms and you know presence that the Miz has is something that I'd like to bring. Um, I don't think anyone's ever like a polished, you know, a polished like this is exactly who they are. Everyone's constantly evolving and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So there's still a ton of things that I'd like to you know change and move about and things like that. But I think as far as now goes, this is the most me I've ever been. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, th I think of it as like when you do a creator wrestler, you usually just import somebody's moves as your first moves, and then as you yeah, see it, you'll go, "Oh, I'll swap that move out and put it." And then eventually, you yeah. like nothing like anybody else's that's moves. So. That's a really good analogy, actually. <clears throat> I haven't heard that before. That's that's sort of really good for you know how to start sort of building yourself up, I guess. Hmm. Because I'm, I'm, I'm only five foot seven, I'm like 16 stone, so I'm like short and stocky. So I've been watching a lot of right. like early Taz matches and early Rhino matches. Because I was like... Oh, Rhino kind of, is the guy. Yeah, oh my so, God. <laughs> just, just, yeah. So I think, I'm thinking lots of suplexes and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, so. I tell you, Taz and Rhino are fantastic to watch for hmm. sort of things like that. Yeah, that's that's, my... that's a great. You've you've sort of hit the nail on the head with how you described yourself there. I think I feel like Taz and Rhino and guys like that are probably the way to go. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to try and bite Vader bombs in the last the last training session. I trust. <laughs> oh, so, nice. Okay. So, so <laughs> <laughs> and they just had an open ring, so we just said, just, just try whatever you want. So I said, okay. And someone's oh, like, you'll you finish it. You'll finish the moves. Vader bomb. So why don't you try that? I was like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was a fun. 
I, I think I'd kill somebody at the moment if I tried it on a bachelor person. Oh dear, okay. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just... Yes, it was more like a swagger bomb. I just kind of ran out, jump, and then straight away rather than doing the oh, okay, bouncing. yeah, yeah the, the the big bounce, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, what was the idea of the character when you start training? Was it, or, or how's it? What was version one of Harlem? Um, so. I had a, I was essentially Tyler Breeze, but with a mirror instead of a phone. All oh, right, okay. Um, which does not suit me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there was like it was something I was really stumped on like, mm. when I first started. Um, I had a conversation with quite a few people, um, and to be fair, the initial character was um, again not delving too deep into this, but the initial character was something me and a couple of other people devised out of being pitched something quite offensive initially. Mm-hmm. Um, I got pitched something that was um, essentially based purely on my sexuality mm. um, and I, I wasn't very happy about that that wasn't sort of what I wanted oh. to portray it was it was a heel and I was a heel because of my sexuality and I was like no that's not that's not <laughs> how I'm, I'm going to do things you know what I mean that's not that's a horrible stereotype that's you know, is finally being cut down. So um, I sort of presented this idea um, as that I was pitched to a couple of people from training that I trusted. I was like, look, I'm not I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this. I'm really uncomfortable with it. But is there literally anything of the kind like this that we could sort of mould into? And that's when it sort of became like this sort of Tyler Breeze-ish mm. kind of character with the big, like a hand mirror. Um... And to be fair, like my very first entrance from my first match, I spent it looking at the mirror because I was too scared to look at the crowd. Oh wow! Okay. So like I'm I'm looking in this mirror and I'm like absolutely bricking it. <laughs> so if anything, I'm happy for the mirror in that in that sense. <laughs> the mirror saved me that day. Um, but and I still have it. I still have the mirror from when I debuted. Um, because later in the night to set something up, I um hit Jack in the back with it and it broke. Oh. So I've kept, <laughs> I've kept I've kept the broken mirror ever since as sort of a souvenir of my debut. Oh, amazing! <laughs> um, so to be honest, it's it's absolutely nothing like what I'm like now. Um, and it took a long time. To be fair, I think it's only properly in the last six months hmm. that I'm sort of coming into something where you know that's how I want to portray myself and it's how I want to be. Yeah. Um, it, de- it definitely wasn't a, a success at the first. You know the first try. So has your character always been called Benjamin Harland, or is that? No, um, I was previously Benjamin Bradley, which mm. was given to me as a name, but I hated the alliteration, so <laughs> I'd I'd try try and find another name. Um, and I was like, I liked I liked Benjamin because I thought as a heel, having a name that could be shortened, but you mm. haven't shortened it, yes. is just a bit <laughs> of like, oh my god, you know. Um, so I liked that, and I was just—I just really wanted to change um, the surname. I just the alliteration wasn't for me. Um, so I was like looking and trying to find all these names, and either they were—they wouldn't go with Benjamin, or I'd try. Like I'd be like, oh, you know, I'd tell you, I was like, what about this? And um, I genuinely have no idea how I stumbled upon Holland hmm. at all. I—I I, I don't know. I can't remember coming up with it or anything like that. <laughs> It was just sort of uh, <clears throat> when I'd get when I'd like think of these names and stuff, I'd try to draw a logo for them. I was like, how mm. does this look written down, essentially? Um, and I did it for Holland. I was like, oh, actually, you know, I don't mind this. Um, and then I come to find out like three weeks after that Holland's the na- the first name of the uh, KFC colonel. Is he? <laughs> so I guess I'd, maybe, maybe I accidentally picked it up in KFC one day and I was like... <laughs> Had one of those weird memory lapses where you think you've thought of it off the top of your head, but you actually saw it happen three weeks ago uh, and forgot you saw it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it's that, but it's not, it's not the most interesting story of how I found my name, but uh, I got a lot of digs for changing it initially, but oh. I don't plan on changing it again. So. No. <laughs> and where did the Sweet Prince get Monica come from? Um, so that is actually 
um, from a forum online. Um, I'm part of a forum that's called Sweet Prince. um, And there's only about 20 people on it. It's a, like, just a private, like, we're just friends. Mm. And we met on a completely different one. And we we wanted our own. And um, that's just how that came about. I didn't name it or anything. um, But those were sort of the people who I'd share the start of my wrestling journey with. Mm. So those were the first people to find out that I started training and they were the first people to, you know, find out oh, I'm, I'm debuting, I'm getting a match. And then um, there's sort of record of my journey Oh wow! Uh, on there. So it was something, it's like, um, I'm sure it came from like Goodnight Sweet Prince or like mm-hmm. this, the saying, but, I got it from there, and I was like, oh, you know, this is something, you know. I, d- I didn't know if it would stick or anything like that, but it's something that I'm sort of happy and proud to have on my gear and things like that. Because I still I still speak to those guys now, and to be like, hey, remember when you started this forum seven years ago, and now it's written on my backside <laughs> while I wrestle. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. you know, you, you never expect things to go that way. But, um, yeah, that's, that's how that came about, to be honest. Oh, well. Uh, I don't think I've I've mentioned that before, actually. This is Frank Wesker, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast, Dog Will Hunt. You are, like, one half of uh, Act 2 with Jack, so tell us a bit about history of the team and how you met Jack. Um, he, I really like telling this story. Maybe it's a bit, uh, dramatised from my end, but he didn't like (laughs) me when we first met. Um, he was um and he'll say this as well he was so sort of focused on the wrestling aspect of wrestling that the idea of making friends with the people <laughs> who were there with him just wasn't really in his head so he says he says all the time that he's he's like oh it's it, just some some dude and then we had a seminar about six weeks after i started um and i won't mentioned names again um mm-hmm. but the person taking the seminar um was like yeah you guys really need to stand out more you know like you know like look at him and he pointed at me because of my hair because i still had pink hair at the time hmm. and he's like look at him he's got pink hair you re- you see him immediately you recognize him and that's jack was like i hate him <laughs> I hate, how dare he get the recognition and not me when i've been here for months grafting yeah. and six <laughs> weeks in this guy like, not because of my hair, that was terrible. I was six weeks in, but, you know, <laughs> he was like, because of my hair and I stood out, I guess, you know, said said wrestler was like, yeah, him, right? And so Judge didn't, didn't really like me from that point on until we actually started speaking to each other. And he, you know, and we realized we're very similar hmm. um, as far as wrestling goes, like our mindsets towards it um, were really similar. And then... Uh, him, myself, and um, Andre Delano, who I mentioned earlier, um, all got a little bit frustrated with how certain things were going at the time. Um, so we were like, shall we just go for it? Shall we see what we can do together? Mm. And um, because we'd, you know, we'd marketed as a trio, we were like, okay, we'll be a trio because that way, if you need three people, you've got three people. If you need a tag team, you've got a tag team. If you just need a singles guy, you've got a singles guy and two other people who can help with your show. You know, we sort of set ourselves up as a car of hands, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and it's from that and from, you know, spending... Me and Jack used to do this thing called Sunday Club, where we'd go down to our training school very early hours, you know, in the morning till yeah. very early hours of the next morning. And we'd just wrestle and watch wrestling and see what we wanted to pick up and things like that and it was times like that that really sort of made us the friends we are now oh wow that's good um we're essentially inseparable like um we were um there were we were sorting out some travel plans um and things like that and there was like one spot in a car i think mm. um and uh, david grant who you mentioned earlier was like, well, we can't split those two up. <laughs> like, you can't have one of them in a car and the other in a different car. That's not allowed. They're together. They they have to go together, right? Yeah. So, so um, yeah. Since then, we're sort of you know Siamese basically, um, and we get it a lot that sort of the way the way we talk to each other and things like that 
it's either you guys clearly love each other or you want to rip each other's heads off. <laughs> um, and we're like, no, it's always out of love. It's just our tone might be a bit different sometimes with each other than it is <laughs> with other people. But no, Jack's Jack's best. He's my best friend, legitimately, and in wrestling. Like, he's, you know, he knows my family. My family buy him Christmas presents oh, every wow. year. Yeah. He knows my friend. Like, he's in my core friend group in and out of wrestling. You know, um, he went with me and my family to pick up our dog when we got our dog. Aww. You know, he's like been <laughs> yeah. part of like these big moments in my life in general. And um, in like good and bad, he's just, he's absolutely fantastic, honestly. <laughs> so how did your debut at WrestleMania come about? I, was, I, said it, I, was, I don't know if the sales on the show or offline. I said offline, yeah. I was so happy when um, I finally got to see you live. We, so. um, I believe we were replacements or somebody i'm not sure who um i think because of a with a with a card of that size there's bound to be yeah a couple of you know issues or travel issues or pull outs or double bookings and things like that so um we travel with cal kingsley a lot um anyway and um we're incredibly familiar with his ring mm -hmm. so like he owns a wrestling ring um and we um or normally the guys they're building it with him so uh i think he he dropped our names to wrestle island he was like um like these guys are coming with me anyway you know mm -hmm. what i mean like uh you know and it turns out like um pete from wrestle island um did know of us which was a, a surprise but um he's like oh yeah okay like i've you know i've wanted to meet them before so i was like oh that's, that's cool oh, amazing. <laughs> um so we went down and um james greenwood the referee yes um who's also amazing he's amazing uh absolutely fantastic guy um he had his uh, big famous whiteboard with him his huge whiteboard that he carries everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and um we were written on there and it just said act two and we're like okay I, uh, do you just is it just one of us and you don't know which one so you've put our team name or whatever and we come to find out that it was uh both of us <laughs> i'm like huh okay and uh, it confused a lot of other people in the match as well i'm like you two like entering together i'm like yeah i guess <laughs> like, you know again like i said earlier weirdly not the first time we'd done it yeah <laughs> um but i think it was cool it was unique um that was a fun rumble you know it's well, sort of it's introduced yeah. us as a team straight away as well um which i sort of fell in love with tag team wrestling from doing it so any opportunity to you know get a, a proper tag team dynamic in to a match or into like a, a full tag match or something like that like being able to be a tag team um i feel is really important so uh the fact that we got to debut and introduce that straight away was really cool um yeah. especially in a way that people will remember because You'll see us and, you know, Wrestle Island fans are probably like, oh, they came together last time. You know, it's it's just something small and memorable that um, hopefully leads to more stuff with Wrestle Island in the future. Yeah, so they, 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 they announced about two weeks ago they have introduced some tag titles. Yes, so, yes, indeed. So um, yeah, fingers crossed uh, that we'll some be back there. tournaments or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who are you hoping to feud with in the near future? Oh gosh, um, I have <laughs> I have a big do, list. Trying to do a couple um, of single ones and a couple of it's a huge ones. list, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have a huge list. Um, Charles Crowley has yes. always been the very top of my list as a singles wrestler. Um, I met Crowley um, when he was very new. Um, he was only 10 or 15 matches in, I believe, when we first met. Um, and it was my very first outside show from my training school. And um, as much of a uh, TWAT as he, <laughs> as he is these days. Spectacular, wasn't it? Uh, yes, indeed. Um, he, made it, he made a lot of time for me and made me feel comfortable. And I always appreciated that. Um, so... And his style and presentation is what in Britain I point to and I'm like, I want to be like that. Mm. Yeah. I, I want to be that kind of wrestler. You know what I mean? So 
to be able to work with him would be really cool, full circle. Um, there have been a couple of times where it was supposed to happen. Um, there have been... It was announced initially for mm. um, Catch in Manchester. Um, we were going to be part of a gauntlet match together. Um, but on the week before he got injured, and that didn't well, yeah. happen, unfortunately. Um, there have been a few other times where it's been on the card, it's been written down, it's like this match is going to happen, and it didn't. So fingers crossed in the future, um, we finally get there, We I get that match. Um, that's, a, that's a big one for me. That'd be fun. Um, big Guns Joe as well. Um, who is another person who I look at and I'm like, that's my kind of style. That's my kind of presentation. There's sort of entertainment that guys like Big Guns Joe and Crowley can bring while still being incredibly good wrestlers. Like yeah, that's, that's first what saw I'm... Big Guns Joe, he didn't wrestle for the first couple of shows. He came as like the sponsor of Wrestle Island and he'd just come in and do promos and try to sell his shapes. Oh, incredible. I remember yeah, he, just... he used to... He used to run the raffle at Future Shock, I yeah. believe. And that was his thing. It was like Big Guns Joe's raffle. And he'd just <laughs> be mental doing the raffle. <laughs> you know, but he's he's another person who, like, I guess me and Jack have sort of molded the traveling aspect of our career around. Because mm. um, if you go to a show, if you see shows happening on a weekend, you're, it's incredibly likely that Big Guns Joe is going to be at one of them. Mm. Whether whether he's wrestling or he's doing something silly like a raffle or <laughs> a, a strongman tournament or just just anything like that, and um, I've had the chance to tell him this since, but like that mm. sort of really and the success he's had with that really pushed me and Jack to sort of know we're doing the right thing by sort of traveling around and getting ourselves in front of as many people as possible. Mm. So Big Guns Joe is another um, massive match I'd really enjoy having. Definitely. <laughs> um, I think for tag teams, um, Lycos Jim well, is probably our number one. That's another. There was a sort of a smattering of conversation about it um, at one point. Me and Jack were incredibly excited um, and still are at the prospect of getting to wrestle those guys. Personally, they've got to be top three tag team in the country. No, I mean, yeah. uh, and I don't even think that's arguable. I think that's just a fact. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> uh, everyone's got opinions, but that's a pretty concrete one of mine that they're so like, you're going to think of UK tag teams, you're going to think of Lycos Jim. So being able to sort of push ourselves to get a match with those guys and um, hopefully help us establish ourselves as a top tag team in the uk that's what we want to mm. be right that's where you know um along with those guys the greedy souls would be really cool uh bronco brendan white and danny jones oh yeah um jack wrestled um brendan white at good wrestling recently um <clears throat> incredible stuff um i'd love to work with both of those guys um we've met a handful of times um, seem to be as other people who seem to be sort of on the same page with our ways of thinking and things like that. Mm. So it'd be really cool to sort of test ourselves against guys of that caliber. You know, similarly the O one two one as well. Yes, um, <laughs> would be very. You know, we really want to push ourselves out of the norm and like really give ourselves some tests on. You know, us as a team. And I think those kind of teams, those guys are sort of the way to go in order definitely. to do that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I interviewed Joe, oh, sorry, um, Kit Lycos, Kit Lycos 2, when he was yeah, in yes. 2018, when I think he was only 15. So it's amazing to see, just in like a few years, how amazing his oh, career's gone. Oh, he's 20 and he's been wrestling yeah. 25 years. It's insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's, there's little clips of him. He was like 10 and he was wrestling <laughs> Jay Lethal <laughs> in training one time. I was like, what? How is this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just amazing to see. Yeah, just see how. Yeah, it was like February eighteen. I think I interviewed him. Most, yeah. See where his career's gone. Like, in I, years. I started. I started young. I was just seventeen when I started training, and <laughs> those guys like they start when they're ten, and it's like, oh my god, you know, <laughs> they're twenty and they're ten years in. That's yeah. mental. <laughs> <It's crazy. You> <laughs> I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley, and you're listening to Broken But. Glorious. Right, so it's the bit where you've been looking forward to the most. You've been telling me all week. But... 
You can oh, get absolutely. your card together. I'm so. a very big uh, <laughs> sort of TW and uh, EWR, like booking simulator games. That's a bit yes. for me, like growing up and stuff. I'd love to play those. So um, as soon as I knew that this was the thing I was doing, I was like, yes, amazing. Gonna get yeah. this written down and gonna have a whole <laughs> planning process. So <laughs> cool. So, so if you're a promoter for a day, promoting a show. So using wrestlers you've either worked with, trained with, wrestlers associated to you in some way. If I give you a match take, yes. you tell me who you put in that match. And as it's your show, okay. you can make every match into gender, every match fatal four way, five way. Add a stupid stipulation Probably. if you want. I do I do have a few multi person yeah. matches on here because I was I was writing stuff down, I was like, Oh, what about this person? And like, you know, I've sort of gone with the idea of infinite budget here. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, is this sure. show likely to ever happen? No. But... <laughs> yeah, a lot of you know, people this gonna, is, I, this I think my open contest would be a battle royal of everybody else I couldn't get on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um one thing I would say though, um, as I'm I'd have myself and Jack NV on commentary. Yes, that'd be fun. We would be we would be <laughs> the commentary team of the day. Um, how on track we'd stay, I don't know, but <laughs> we'd that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> that is who I'd want with me at the booth um, <laughs> in um, sort of talking about the show. So, <laughs> All right. So, who have been your opening contest? Are the crowd excited? Um, Crowd excitement, um, especially because of the wrestling I grew up watching as well. I always thought of cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd have Jack Nunson, who yes, um, I believe is spot on for introducing your crowd to wrestling because he can pretty much do bits of everything. It's mm-hmm. almost offensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd have Jack Nunson versus Joe Lando. Ooh, that'd be a fun shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Polly, I know Jack would love that match. Um, Joe is great people and is unfathomably talented. Um, and I think those two would have so much fun. They would really translate to the crowd. Definitely. And uh, people get people excited, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to watch that much. <laughs> okay, so a, a comedy style match? Um... Comedy, um, I'd have Charles Crowley and Chuck Mambo. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably two of the most naturally funny people um, I think I've ever seen. Um, I have never once seen Charles Crowley crack a joke that seemed forced. Mm-hmm. It's always just completely rolls off the tongue, and it's always hilarious. And Chuck Mambo is such like <clears throat> a fun-loving sort of relaxed guy mm-hmm. that him combined with how erratic Charles Crowley can be. Um, <laughs> you see, I think you see dying... Charles Crowley at um, Progress where the girl, the woman was booing him on the front row so he got security to try and throw her out. Yes. Me and Jack were there for that. Um, oh, we've wow. been lucky enough to sort of be a part of the crew for Progress oh, amazing. Um, recently enough. So we've been able to see sort of the arc of Crowley there um if people haven't watched super strong style 16 weekends on the network yet um i won't sort of say what goes on but crowley is one to look for on those shows oh definitely was that the show where the crowd was singing twat 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 yes oh honestly the chance um i was at wrestle carnival which on on time of recording was this past sunday Yes. Um, and it's him versus Scotty Too Hotty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, and some of the chants in that were absolutely incredible. Scotty Too Hotty clearly had absolutely no idea what was going on because all the chants <laughs> were about the standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his standards is. He's so confused. <laughs> but um, yeah, Crowley just has that natural connection with the crowd. He can make them laugh or cry. So yeah. I think in that role, he'd be absolutely perfect. It's amazing. <laughs> Something I'd love to get back on show. I interviewed him in 2019. There's something in here. <laughs> he's, so, he's, so, he's so busy. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievably busy, isn't he? Like yeah, he's, uh, he's going to Canada to do some matches, I think. He is. He's going to Canada. Yeah. Um is like a million and one plans. The guy never stops. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's nice. uh, your women's title match. Um my women's title match would be a five way. Um I would have Jetta. Yes. Kanji. Yes, he's fun. Alexis Falcon. Yes. <laughs> Lucia Lee and Eliza wow. Alexander. Oh, mate. 
in um, a five-way. I think everybody in that match brings something different. Um, uh, Jetta, honestly, is probably one of my favorite wrestlers right now. I'm surprised um, she's not an NXT UK. She's absolutely... Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. um, the Princess Diana of Paressing Eve is one of my favorite taglines <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so is the Sensei of Shell Eyes. <laughs> Huge laugh every time I heard that. The entrance with the sing-along and everything. Jetta, Jetta is fantastic. Mm. Um, <clears throat> same can be said for everyone in that match, to be honest. That sounds like, like, um, like a scramble. Yes, yeah, I'm thinking scramble everyone in at once, go crazy. There is another scramble on this show, I won't lie. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, everyone goes crazy. I've had the chance to wrestle Lucia Lee. Um, she's absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, I'd had one of my best matches involve Lucia Lee. Um, it's a six-person tag match. Uh, it was myself, Jack Nudson, and Brandon Brooks versus mm. um, Lucia Wesker and MJ Grayson of BDK. Oh, wow. um, I, I trained with uh, MJ Grayson the other day. Was was oh wow really mm-hmm. yeah he's i, I, was, I was there the whole time going i know you <laughs> did introduce himself as mj Grayson. And a bit, a bdk incredible yeah. all all five of them um absolutely star i've got to wrestle all of them and um oh. it's been a fight each time which has been nice you know what i mean i sort of sometimes you know i want those kind of matches like rugged sort of matches like that and they definitely yeah. bring that and um oh. it's you know it's it's a really good time but definitely bought the best out of me definitely. um i think and then saying goes for kanji um incredible um got to see her wrestle warren banks at Art of combat that was incredible that was amazing oh. um alexis falcon is brilliant um i wish she'd stop calling me kathriu <laughs> if she if she was to listen to this but uh <laughs> And of course, Eliza Alexander, um, I don't really need to, everybody knows how amazing she is mm. and, you know, how great she's doing in NXT UK and, oh, she's doing amazing. you know, the absolute rise is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And Alexis Falcon's career since, yeah, cause I've seen her since she was just a manager of the rejected in Vessel Island and to see yes, her progression yeah. over the last couple of years. It's, oh, it's amazing. So she's <laughs> All, all phenomenal talents there. Definitely. <laughs> uh, your mid-card title, Matt, so your workhorse title. Um, well, I hope I hope this shows not in order because this is also a scramble. <laughs> 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 I guess two scrambles in a row, no way. Um, so I've got six people in this. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I have Tate Mayfairs. Yes. Who awesome. I think is by far probably the most underrated wrestler in the country. Mm. Tate Mayfairs is incredible. Oh, he's so fun. Um, he's got his character down to a T as well. I don't know if it's his character or it's just Honestly, him. Honestly, so Tate, Tate, is, Tate is the guy. There's so many sort of... There's places I'll go and say, well, Tate would think right here. And it's mo- it's pretty much everywhere. So, <laughs> you know, um, so Tate Mayfair, Sky Smithson, um, yeah. Big Guns Joe, Cal Kingsley, Joseph Cardinal, and Adam Bolt would be my... A selection of people. My <laughs> six people, yes. Um... Trying to think of people who like maybe haven't interacted before and haven't mm. wrestled each other, and um, people who again sort of bring different things to I the table. Um, I get someone else when we're talking about rises. Adam Bolt mm. is um, had sort of fantastic him. Him and Jack Tate and Big Man Inc are very high up on Man and Jack's list of people we want to get to work with. Um, he's absolutely stellar, and is another person who's really come to his own since um lockdown yeah, he's something i've not seen live yet but i've heard a lot of good things about incredible absolutely worth it if you get the chance like he's top notch i'd love to watch that match that's <laughs> it's so it's so random but in a good way mm. i think because when, when i was putting it together um <laughs> that's a nice selection of people <laughs> <I'll take it. laughs> uh, how about a hardcore extreme rules style match so this can go this is going to be a comedy hardcore match right up to a death match, wherever you um, want to be. I'll be honest, I'd have a death match. Um, <laughs> I would. It would be Alton Thorne versus Antonio Gonzalez, Ooh. which yes. is a death match that has happened. Um, yeah. And it was, in fact, the very first death match I ever saw in person. And um, Alton Thorne um, sort of got in touch with me post that mm. match and was like, I can see you and Jack recoiling 
<laughs> some of the stuff that was going on, and it was super noticeable that it was our first death match that we've yeah. been to. But um, Alton Thorne, uh, just for a second, sorry to sidetrack a little bit, is someone who has really always supported me and Jack. Like mm. from the very, very beginning, um, he was on the very first outside show we did, and he came in to do the training shows that we were on before that. So he's, oh, he's wow. one of the yeah. first guys I properly met in wrestling. And um, he he's always been really, really supportive of us. And I think I can speak to both of us when we say we can't be thankful enough. I, 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 don't, I don't see him as much as I'd like to nowadays, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but he's been such a help and like a nice presence for us to have, um, which completely kills his big scary... <laughs> I mean, he will kill you, but um, yeah, I saw I saw him for the first always... time wrestle in he's at, he's at TNT Extreme in was it January February this year. It was, it was... Yes, yeah, he is brilliant. Yeah. He's a crazy, crazy man, but yes. um, <laughs> he's a honestly um, sort of someone who really put it out for me and Jack, and we really appreciate that. Um, and again, speaking of people who've come into their own again, it's sort of an ongoing theme. Mm. As he's found his calling in what he's doing now, and yeah. um, I, d- I, I don't think... get don't get deathmatch wrestling uh, wrestlers. I don't see why you don't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always intrigued me. I've always told people I'd do one. Yeah, people always um, say they'll do one. Is that likely to be anytime soon? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but I would I would like to do one. That is a bucket list thing. I don't. I've had hardcore matches. I've had ladder matches. So mm. you know, I'd like to tick that off one day. Um, maybe when I've got a couple of weeks off afterwards, so <laughs> I just don't like the idea of being pierced with anything. I don't like needles and so having glass jammed into me or pins jammed into me or barbed wire jammed into me. Just like, oh. <laughs> the closest I've been to that I um had a match involving drawing pins. Mm. Um, it goes exactly how you think it goes. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it doesn't. It's not that bad going in, but having to pull out oh, loads of mm. joint experience. It's, it's, um, I got some in my elbow. Oh, that's that is oh. that's easily the worst. <laughs> no, 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 I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> no Vader bombs into tax anytime soon. No. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no. If, if you went onto the ring and you pulled out a bag, how much would it be Lego than? Drawing pens. <laughs> okay, your tag team title match. Um, my tag team title match has four teams in it. Um, I have Reese and Rogan. Yes. Um, Dean Ormark and Jody Fleisch. Yes, legends. Yeah. Uh, Lycos Jim and the O One Two One. Um, this this would not be Tornado like the other matches. This would be no. tag team rules. Um, there just happens to be four teams. Um, so one of them four corner elimination matches. Or... Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, you've got unfathomable, unfathomable amount of experience in that match as well. Yeah. Like even just between Dino and Jody Fleisch is, you know. But uh, yeah, I feel like that's something I'd want to sit in a crowd and pay to go and see. Yes. You know. Yeah. Any combination of them four teams, I'd be like, yes, I want to. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Reese and Rogan are one of my favourites. Yeah, they're just so old school. Reese and Rogan, I'd love to wrestle Reese and Rogan again <clears> as well. <throat> um, got the chance to do it at Fight Factory over in Lincoln. Um, absolutely up for round two. Yes, they sure. they are as big and as hard hitting as they look. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> in a complimentary way. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, I just look at them, yeah. I just love their old school style. Just, yeah, just big badasses. Oh, no, something different. A, a tag team. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're they're a tag team, and that's mm-hmm. uh, something I mentioned earlier. I was like, to be a tag team and be a, a true team. You know, it's yeah. cool to see Mat- matching gear. Yeah. Yes. Similar yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, that's your main event. Um, I couldn't decide what combination <laughs> of singles I wanted this as, so I've made it a triple threat. Okay. Um, it is Chris Ridgeway, Warren Banks, and Cara Noir. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is my main event. 
for the progress title. <laughs> I think uh, for every title, if Chris Ridgeway's in it, mm. um, <laughs> that's my main event. Um, oh, I think you have three again running seem very different styles, mm. but three people who you can trust to put your show on their back, and they would, yeah. you know, they could climb Everest with it. Definitely, the, the three of them. I don't think I have much more to say about that. That that's another one where I just want to sit down and just watch, you know. Definitely. Yeah, I've 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 loved to watch like Warren Banks's evolution over the last like four years since I saw yes. yeah. Island. He's yeah, he's just turned into this beast. <laughs> so. Warren Warren Banks, one of those people where you're just looking and you're like, oh, he's just um, ridiculously talented, mm-hmm. super nice dude, really handsome. Looks that jacked. It's just offensive, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, well, there's people where you see me like so envious <laughs> of Warren Banks, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm really yes. looking forward to the. Um, it's going to be Tom Dawkins in the match for progress. Just see, I want to see how he wrestles without all Absolutely. the theatrics um, around it. So, that's something. That's something. Me and Jack have been able to be there for the Spike Trevay, Coronawar, hmm. uh, Tom Dawkins arc, and what's gone on with those guys. So to see the next step in that is really cool really interesting. and it's genuinely intriguing right like sort of you need you want to see where this goes because mm. you know he's not himself yeah I'm you so know excited. or to be fair he is himself actually um yes. but he's not he's a complete 180 he's a complete 180 on what people have seen so you know that's really sort of intriguing or something you want to go and see yeah i can't wait yeah it's really intriguing how it's gonna be yeah, yeah. cool uh, yeah, so that's. Oh, I really want to watch that card. So <laughs> we need, we need <laughs> it'd be long, to... but I, I think it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> We'd have to have yeah the one women's the one scramble match the f- at the end of the first half, and then the other scramble match to open the second half. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely death match at the end of the first half. We got time to clean up. Definitely. That's that's the way. Yeah, I think uh, that's the. Uh, 100% where I'd put that match. <laughs> cool. Uh, so where can people see you in the near future? Um, so um, as of date of release, I'm not Next 100% sure. Week as tomorrow, I think. Week tomorrow. Okay, yep. cool. So um, from then, um, I am making my debut at Good Wrestling in Milton Keynes for Good Stock. Yes. Um, you can also see Jack Nudson in the um, Good Grand Prize Tournament on that show yeah um post that you can catch us at sacrifice pro wrestling as well um future wrestling for uh, battle brawl which is happening in august um we are both making our debuts for no mercy wrestling in wales um, very yeah. soon yeah um and yeah to be fair there's sort of um there's a lot there's a lot going on and i'm really grateful mm. for it like there's 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 lots happening right now. Um, should anybody be attending, you can spot us on crew at Chaos in Bristol next mm. week as well. Yes. Um, and you, I'm sure you'll you'll see us around somewhere. <laughs> I think uh, for, <laughs> you know whether it's whether we're on the show or you know we're there for you know, ring crew and things like that. Um, we've got we've got a lot going on. It's really cool. It's cool. it's really nice to have. Yeah, hopefully see you at Wrestle Island again in the near future. I think. So. Yeah, fingers crossed, absolutely. The next show, or the end of August, I think the next show is. Uh, the 21st, I think, for yeah, Wrestle Island, yeah. Yes, it's a couple of yes. <coughs> they, they, yeah, They've got to have prospect wars, so I'm kind of hoping I could be on Pro. <laughs> if I could be good enough <laughs> by then to be on Pro. I've got, I I've love got things like, like that, like yeah. things like Prospect Wars and sort of um, No Mercy, who I just mentioned, mm. um, a Cobra tournament with all their newer guys. Oh, cool. Uh, so you never know, you see the future in those kind of things, right? Like, Yeah, I was thinking that I could be as the like the oldest prospect, so you could have it t- turn as the hail, I'm 40, why am I here with all these kids? <laughs> you could do, I'm 40, thanks for the opportunity. So it could be good or bad if you do that's that. That's what so. you should do. You should, you should go for all of like, the young lion belts. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like, yes. you know, UBW long, young lions champion. You should uh, go for... <laughs> <laughs> go for it go for all of those yes yes we need to do it yeah that's island temple championship and i have to win it yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's um, for existence absolutely yes, uh, before we go do you want to promote any social media um 
I am on Twitter and Instagram as at SweetPrinceBH. Mm-hmm. Um, since I've mentioned him so much, you can find Jack Nudson at JackNudson01 on both of those as well. Um, I'll be completely honest, we're not very good with Facebook, so... <laughs> yeah, my, my, yeah the, this shows Facebook is pretty much Instagram yeah. sends stuff to it. We posted Instagram and it gets posted there as we well. Are, <laughs> yeah, we are we are too Gen Z for that, I'm afraid. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, those are my socials. Um, should there be anything else coming up um, in the future, that's where that's where you're going to find it. So cool. I'll put links in the description below the interview. So I've, re- I've really enjoyed. Yeah, today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'd be more than happy to do that. Yeah, it was great. I could be a bit rambly sometimes. I know, but. Uh, it's <laughs> I really enjoyed that. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun times. <laughs>